Welcome to We're Watching Stuff, a podcast where we watch movies, TV shows, music, and everything in between. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can contact us at we're watching stuff at gmail.com. And if you're also interested, we have a talking about segment where we talk about literally anything and everything. Thanks for all your support, and don't forget to watch some stuff. Welcome back to We're Watching Stuff or Talking About Stuff. Bit of both. Bit of both. <laughs> Bit of both today. Uh, we have a guest, uh, Gabriel Smith. Or AKA Grimly, or uh, you you leave your demons and daffodils stuff up? Yeah, yeah, it's it's all still out there. So <laughs> sweet. Well, find them everywhere. Basically, <laughs> listen, enjoy. We decided to bring him on, give him a little chat. He's helped us out with some Atlas Eleven music, which has been amazing, and sitting at the top two and three on my top five Atlas Eleven tracks for the past. Yeah month so <laughs> right yeah no that, that's been a, a, a big surprise on my end honestly but uh it's it's cool to see it up there yeah i w- w- jason and i met the other day and we were just like we're actually surprised that all five were <laughs> like uh the only one that we weren't surprised on was hush we thought hush had some serious potential totally so we were just like nice all these tracks like these are perfect <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah it's been awesome and thank I you. can agree. Yeah, no. Um, like right away when it first took off, I was like, the first day that it was on there, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. You mentioned Mr. Crow on your Instagram, so that probably gained traction from that. And Spirals, I don't know where that oh, came yeah. to play, but um, it just seemed like, you know, after the first week, those will probably go away and it'll be some other songs on there is what my anticipation was. But uh, still seeing them up there, it's, it's definitely an honor and like I totally had... Like the most fun writing those songs, uh, like instantly. As soon as I heard Sweet. Spirals, I think that was the first one that you ever sent to me. I was like, man, this just reminds me of like uh, like a, a soundtrack to your life type of movie, you know? And it was just like, yeah, the words just started coming to me. I didn't even have to think about it for that one. It was great. I think that was the first one Jason and I actually wrote together in person, wow. other than me writing a riff. And sending it over to him. <laughs> right. Man. So that's a good one for all of us De- then. That's a that's Definitely. that's awesome. Now I have something to talk about with that with that track. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All around. Uh, and I that was the first song or not first song, but first uh lyrics that I had written in almost four years. Um I had taken quite a big break because wow. I, I wrote all the demons and daffodils while I was uh, nineteen in college and stuff, you know. Um, right. and I didn't actually do anything with it until last year in June when I was finally like, you know what? I want to make these. I don't just want to play them on an acoustic. I want to, I want to make them into songs. Um, and so that's how that went. I feel that. So like I was more on the production end of things. And so like my creativity for, for lyricism was just like, I don't know, it was like pooling, you know? And so when that first happened, I was just flowing. Right. Well, I'm glad I was able to help and I'm glad oh. you were able to help me because Oh, yeah. I love them. All the tracks just get stuck in my head, and we've got more to come, people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, let's get a little bit more on you. Uh, first off, like, what? Who? Like, I guess band person. 
mm. songwriter. Who influenced you to kind of just pick up the guitar and play? So pick up, picking up the guitar, that came a lot later in life um, as, as opposed to uh, me wanting to be a musician. I, I knew I wanted to be a musician from a very right. young age, probably around six or seven years old. Um, my cousin, my older cousin, nice. four years older than me, really heavy into music, um, would like download songs onto a little MP3 drive for me that I would like walk around with. Um, you know, it was just like a playlist <laughs> of like a hundred songs that were like Rise Against and, you know, uh, alternative punk bands nice. and, you know, Nine Inch Nails, stuff like that. Um, and so I knew I wanted to be Hell a musician, yeah. but didn't know how to facilitate it necessarily. And then it came to the point of, um, I think it was the summer after freshman year in high school, I was in driver's ed class, and this kid, uh, Joseph, brings his guitar into the driver's ed class as acoustic guitar, and I was like, dude, that's that's too cool, you know, like, could you teach me? And he was like, <laughs> actually, I have a guitar sitting at home for you. I was like, okay, sweet. And so he oh. brought this guitar the next day at class, and uh, he taught me four chords, a, a G, an E, a C, and a D. And as soon as I learned to play <laughs> in like syncopation and rhythm, switching chords and stuff like that, right? I started writing songs immediately. So I just like I was like I had to get on it. There you, know? you go, definitely. Awesome, that's so cool. Right. I mean, I think that's probably the best way for a kid or someone to even start being a musician because that's when you start to take it seriously. I think the parents who kind of force it on their kids are the ones that like, if you really want them to be a musician, you should probably just let it happen naturally. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. yeah. My mom had bought me a, a classical guitar when I was like five and it was just way too big for okay. me that, you know, the fretboard was huge <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing right now, you know? <laughs> Um, but getting it later on big nylon strings right yeah no it was crazy <laughs> and i was really aspirational but really didn't have any way to facilitate that uh didn't have any any mentors or anything like that um and then you know later on in life that right. older cousin started playing guitar and so i would see her play guitar and it was always fun uh, but never really picked it up until high school um and it was like i named it monster mash after jack black's guitar in uh, tenacious d the pick of destiny <laughs> yeah i had one yeah, like that too it was that tiny little one it was a tiny little first <laughs> first act and yeah. i wrote monster mash in the side of yeah. it yeah it was great <laughs> mine broke on the bottom of it and mm. uh this was after i moved away and i was like first off surprised that i still had it around and second off the back of it broke but it didn't break off so i was like they were showing me it and i was like oh so basically you gave it a wah and i just strum it and just <laughs> wah, 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 <laughs> right. with the entire body of the guitar yeah. So, but yeah. still, yeah, I, I wrote Monster Mash on it and put a bunch of like SpongeBob stickers on it. <laughs> Too cool. Yes, absolutely. I, I was like drawing insignias of uh, some of my other favorite bands in there. Like I had like a Linkin Park insignia in there and like an AFI insignia and stuff. Nice. And um, yeah, yeah, the the fretboard, uh, actually the the actually the the base of the um, bridge, sorry, was uh, water warped. And so the string stuck like that oh. far off of the fretboard. So I really got oh, my calluses early, that. you know. <laughs> oh, right? Yep, yep. For real. That's what I said when I got like my first like 
official new acoustic guitar i was like this is an acoustic guitar and right. i haven't touched another one since <laughs> <laughs> yeah playing on something that's actually of good quality um it's something that i don't easily take for granted anymore that's for sure right uh what age were you when you like tracked your first song i guess then like how, how long ago was that yeah so i would have been i would have been 15 when i tracked my first song um, tracking my first song, nice. it was actually done on a Zune, um, where I took <laughs> I, I took one uh, track. I would record it just into the little tiny body mic of the Zune, um, and then I would uh, send that off to my email address, and then I would play it over the right. speakers that I had in my room while I recorded the next <laughs> yeah. line into it. Um, I got oh, yeah. the inspiration to do that from listening to Dave Grohl talk about his cassette player and doing it with his cassette player. And so I was like, I don't see why this won't work this way. And so I just did that, you know? Right. Yeah. That's awesome. My, I think my buddy used to do that. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> For sure. There's a will, there's a way. Well, yeah, well, there's a will, there's a way. Right. <laughs> Terrible quality. It but... will happen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Good experience on At that At this one. point, as long as it's a recording and you can remember it, it's yep. something. Right, right, right. Just really early demos, um, like trying to remember the rhythms and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I've been trying to do a lot of that lately. Just like draw it from. What did I make that I thought was awesome as a kid, and it's probably stupid now <laughs> that I could make cooler now. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, and like going through my emails, I'm like, oh yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude, that brings up. Um, a- that, that, yeah, sorry, but I, I was looking through my old uh, emails on my on my Google Drive, and there's stuff from like my high school band, um, like me and my friends, uh-huh. you know, playing in my basement, recording with my Yeti mic in the middle of the room, and all of us standing around it. Yeah, and, nice. those old demos of songs uh-huh. that we wrote back in high school. Yeah, th- so that's really fun. Definitely finding that stuff again. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd be able to find any of those. <laughs> I just remember having like a crappy little recording on a laptop and just go, all right, it's recording. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ask him uh, some movie. Oh, okay. So what is your favorite or like top three favorite movies? Yeah. So this one has always been pretty (laughs) solid for me, honestly. Um, Donnie Darko is my number one favorite movie of all time. Um, Influenced me nice. in so many different ways, uh, whether it be with my perceptions to time travel, sort of mind-bendy stuff in regards to how you perceive linear, you know, time and stuff. Um, but as well, just like right. has this aura that I don't know. I equate it to just an overall feeling of like anxiety mixed with like angst and anger. Um, I really associated yeah. myself heavy with Donnie uh, when, you know, the first time I saw the movie, I think I yeah. was like 11 and I was like, damn, he's my man right there. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, hmm. let's see. Number two, I think my, my second favorite of all time movie would be Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind with Jim Carrey. Nice. I'm going to bum you out because I still have not seen that movie, <laughs> but when I was in when I was in school and I was doing a lot of my video classes, 
uh, I someone did a report on it, so I watched a bunch of the clips and yeah. stuff. But I have it in my closet, borrowing from a friend for like two years. For it's like been two here. years, <laughs> two years. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that that one is uh, also like super mind bendy, and um, but like it has this core love story, and so like that's that's really one of the things mm-hmm. that I loved about it. And there's also a few imagery things that really stuck Classic. out at me that just like hit me in a visceral sort of way. Right. There's a scene where people, they don't have faces. It's literally just a smear. And that just like hit me hard. I was like, that's, I don't know, something about that imagery, you know, Um, sort of like the Slender Man, how that sort of affects you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. Oh, man. I remember Um, some of their like, like continuous switching shots. I remember that from Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that stuff. Right. And, And I mean, Jim Carrey, that's like when he broke from his typecast, and it was just like, yes, great for you, dude. Right. That's perfect. Um, Classic number three. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, number three. I'm kind of broke on it, but I'm going to have to go with... Um, what is it even called here? Damn. Uh, Requiem of a Dream. A Coen Brothers movie. Oh, Requiem oh. for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was also that like that one. It was like I think the day I realized that life could be shit for people. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, wow. I, I think I was like eleven or twelve Such when I saw a that too. Check of a movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. So it's so like opened me up to like that I think sort mine of. Mine was sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> that sort of material was brand new for me, and so. Um, you know, but at, by that time, I was listening to really visceral, you know, heavy metal music and stuff. And so, like, I really associated those sort of, right. like, hardcore images to that. And it just sort of became this thing. I okay. didn't really I didn't really process it in a way that I do now, where now, like, I'm, I'm quite sensitive to that sort of stuff, um, unfortunately. But right. uh, when I was a kid, I was like, I have no idea what this is. I think- like, I, I didn't even – I didn't know that there was a difference between heroin and pot. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, I think uh, one of the like even today we watched this movie. We didn't even finish it. I couldn't do it, but it was a, uh, I think Machine Gun Preacher with uh, Gerard Butler, where Ooh. he's playing an addict and like then he goes overseas for church and stuff like that. But it just was like it was real, and I was like I can't. I had to stop uh, watching. What was it? Sons of Anarchy. Oh. oh, I had to stop watching Sons of Anarchy because sometimes shit gets too real for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I finished it though. I had to find out how it ended. Yeah, that, that mm. happened for me in The Walking Dead. Um, because I really enjoyed that. Uh. Also, also uh, with Breaking Bad, obviously, some really visceral stuff that happens there. You're like, okay, but another show a bit. we have not finished. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's great. Like, I don't whatever... know we finish a show i'm like we should watch breaking bad and then we end up watching like another show something lighthearted and sitcommy right that's right easy to digest yeah <laughs> um so do you have any let's talk about grimly for a second because i know you got sure. some music coming out what's yeah uh, yeah what's your agenda um so right now on my plate i'm i'm uh, going to be releasing the first single come um march 20th so 12 days from now gonna be my first single got me now um which you know 
that that was the one that I decided on as unanimous between my own personal feelings as a first single, what you had told me, what you had uh, oh, yeah. had your friends, you know, convene on, other friends of mine, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I had James um, check it out. Yeah. Uh, so so that's going to be coming out on the, the 20th. And then on the 20th of April, I'm going to be releasing my second single, and that'll be High. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, I think just, Nicole's listened to that one. Yeah. For sure. That's one that I feel has like a really good uh, bouncy chorus and stuff. It's the 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 subject matter it, when I wrote it, it's a little bit macabre, um, but it comes off as a lighthearted love story, uh, which is interesting. Uh, the, the song is sort of based around uh, the TV show You. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Wait. it. It's uh, yep. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, okay. for sure. I, I've probably seen the trailer for it. I, I, It sounds so familiar. I'm like, it's right on the edge of my brain. Right. Uh, it's like this guy is like a, like very stalkery. Um, when he falls in love with somebody, he falls for them hard and very fast. And uh, he comes off as this good mm. guy. Uh, but he's repressing these feelings of rage constantly and consistently um, for, you know, right. their protection and things like that. Um, but also at the same time, out of jealousy. So that's what that song is sort of based on. Um, and then... That's cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, it's, I, I wanted to go a little bit Alt-J with that really one. Cool. You know how, like, the song Breeze Blocks, you don't really know what the fuck it's talking about. And then... Right. It's, right. it's about, like, murdering your significant other, you know? So I didn't go that dark, <laughs> but it's, it's in a similar line with it. Um, and then on May 20th, right. I will be releasing the EP Congener. Oh, yes. Nice. Right. Conge- How do you say it? Congener? Congener. Yeah, congener. It means uh, uh, chemicals of a similar structure and or origin. And a majority of the songs uh, have this sort oh. of atmosphere of uh, psychedelic nature. And with that, uh, you know, right. being the first song, Guiding Light, it talks about the four main psychedelics, mescaline, psilocybin, LSD, DMT. And then the rest of the songs sort of transpire that way, where high is going to be then LSD, Town, which is the third song on there, will be DMT. Uh, right. Then it goes into Got Me Now, which is psilocybin. And then right here, which is mescaline. Damn. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I because I've listened to, I think I've listened to all of them. And for I get sure. to brag for a second. Yeah. But they just, for some reason, your sound just reminds me of movies. Like, like I've I gotten that Brick. a lot. Yeah. Other people have that, said that it's as well. Just like the vibe, the the feel, <laughs> it's just it's it's familiar. And the more you sent me, I was like, good. It's like it's still there. That's awesome. And I do want to say, Guiding Light is one of my favorites. And now that you say that, I'm just like, nice. Like the distortion in the voice part that I'm thinking of is just giving me goosebumps thinking about it. So For that's sure. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they'll, they'll each be having uh, their own lyric video with them. When I release Got Me Now, a lyric video will also Sweet. be released the same day. High will have its own lyric music video. Um, and then uh, right, right here will be the, th- the third and final single. Um, it's going to be like the main focal point when I do release the EP. I think right here is just like hard punching it has sort of this encompassing sound of what the rest of the EP goes for. Um, and it's also the first Grimly song that I ever wrote. Cool. Right. Right. 
Nice. Um, and then, you well, know, Town and Guiding Light will have their own lyric videos. They'll just be a little bit less uh, intricate. Right. Nice. Right. Still. I'm excited to see all those. Yeah, me too. For sure. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be like a lo-fi sort of vibe, but... Up. Nice. Good. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. I'm into it. You got any offbeat questions? I mean... I would like to know what people's like favorite like food or animal is just because okay. I'm five years old apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my favorite food has always and will forever be pizza. I I love pizza. Pizza. Yeah. I think we've gotten like everyone to say pizza. Pizza's the best. For sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We just um, had a pretzel crust. Uh, pretzel crust, crust pizza from Little Caesars. Surprisingly, that was really good. Su- yeah, surprisingly, that, that awesome. pretzel crust. Oh, it's so good. Right. Um, um, it's it's right, like that pop-punk vibe inside the... me. Right. <laughs> nice. Right. I guess then, because, uh, you know, everyone has that guilty pleasure snack. Mine is mm. currently the fudge round for some stupid reason. <laughs> what is your, okay. like... Candy bar, <coughs> Little Debbie, Hostess. Mm. <laughs> What's your? Uh, I got the munchies. I need it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's potato chips. It's potato chips. Potato chips. Yeah, honestly, I don't particular? care. I, I don't. I don't care what the flavor is. Usually, <laughs> I'll go for like a <sighs> man. I don't know, like a barbecue or um, like uh-huh. a, a cheddar and sour cream. One of those two. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Also, I think, that's my favorite. I think we we agreed on the Nicole and I were just like the Pringles barbecue chips are hands down the best oh. barbecue chips in the world. Yeah, For sure. Good. Yep. Uh, are you talking? Are nice. you talking the mesquite barbecue or uh, the regular barbecue? I think it was the mesquite. The, wait, which one? Yeah. Because there's the the Memphis. Oh. Yeah. I like that one, but I think we're talking about original. Really? Yeah, I think original is the one that we were like, still doesn't beat it. Oh, I thought it was the... Maybe. Now I'm going to ha- have to go get some Pringles. Right, we need to go get some <laughs> There you go. <laughs> hey, I always remember enjoying episode, the mesquite ones. We'll eat them and just talk about them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but nice. Good. I love the the stoner. I love the stoner, the munchy parts. Because we've been talking about some more things, foods, albums, video games, and... So we just like bringing them out. Do you have any video games you're currently playing, or? Uh, so I, I just started yesterday um, playing Ratchet and Clank. My son he accidentally downloaded yeah. it to my PlayStation Four, and it just showed up there. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> let's play that, dude." And and so I've been playing that. Yeah. Um, sure, let's do it. <laughs> definitely. Cool. Uh, he enjoys it because it's like it's That's it's cool. you know cartoon action but it also has his favorite thing is like animals and so he's like every time he sees uh you know the the main guy he's like puppy puppy yeah (laughs) yeah um but prior to that fallout 4 was i was going hard on it fallout 4 is my jam for sure wow yep um and then prior to that i was destiny uh destiny nice we have We've paid our dues in Destiny. Uh, right. We, we want to play Destiny 2, but we're caught up in some other games right now, like mm, Monster mm. Hunter and a little bit of Call of Duty just because of zombies. But uh, Yes. Um, 
what was oh, shit i forgot what it was uh destiny we did yeah uh but um what was the other game why did i forget it fallout 76 fallout, i've been playing fallout 76 and that's pretty okay. fun too there's some right. things that i'm just like Ugh, but it's still fun it's like the only one that i've ever been able to get like immersive in so or immersed okay in, sorry right right <laughs> deep deep the only game i've been able to get deep in when it comes to fallout <laughs> mm. but yeah so yeah, fallout uh, 3 for me was that before way. we are like before nice i i got i for fallout 3 i get right out of the vault and then i'm just like i don't know <laughs> i don't know if right. i want to play this and new vegas is one that i've watched a friend play from beginning to end so hard like he logged in so many hours of that game mm. it was insane yeah that was one that i fell <laughs> out and with fucked quick. Up and broke <laughs> right damn well i mean that's cool that fallout is one of them destiny cool have you ever played yeah, final yeah, fantasy for... before no i've actually never played final fantasy but i do have vivid memories of being a young child growing up on the west side of my small town like in like the lower income areas um and like i had this one friend he was like five years older than me or something and he played final fantasy all the time i remember him explaining to me like (laughs) like that he was fighting sin and i was like how do you fight sin what is that i don't understand like yeah (laughs) yeah nice well, Jamming I mean, if to you like the online games, stuff. the newest one is. Oh yeah, uh, the new one is uh, is pretty fun too. It's massive, and they're releasing this right. Oh, Final Fantasy fourteen, not new one. Sorry, that's the online one. But uh, okay, yeah. I mean, if you like those, there's more. But um, before we get uh, before we get going, is there any other things you would like to mention uh, about your music, about your projects? Um, Hmm. I mean, I'm working on stuff right now. You know, I'm always working. I'm always trying to stay busy. Um, Right now, as as you know, um, I don't want to divulge too far into future stuffs, but there was three other songs that I was working on um, as singles. And, uh, you know, you were helping me along with those. And since then, um, I know I was like, these are the last masters that I will send you, I promise. Um, since then I've like had so many new ideas while listening to them and like just added so much stuff to them, uh, trying out new sounds and and trying to be a little bit more experimental, uh, experimental in my take. Um, and then just yesterday, I mean, that's the point. Right, right. And, And then, uh, yesterday, three of my friends messaged me almost simultaneously and they were like, Hey, I would love to remix (laughs) one of your songs. And so I asked, I sent them all three, all three of the songs that I have. And uh, each one chose a different one that they wanted to remix. And so I'm going to release those as split singles when it comes time. Uh, My version, uh, Mastered by You, which uh, I definitely want to give you the shout out here for mastering my stuff. Because honestly, I don't know. I don't know how I would go about it other than sending it through a mastering bot, you know, and to have somebody actually sit there with it and master it, it comes out right. so fresh, so clean, you know? Um, and so for that, I'm very thankful. Um, so we'll have your mastered versions. I'm thankful being able to have the chance to do it. Right. It's yeah. No, nice to be able to master someone else's tracks besides my own <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And a few others. And I don't want to 
yeah <laughs> it uh it but, gives me a new take yeah. on it because like i i know like the sort of style that you normally do or at least i've, I've listened to your other music and um you know just actually right. having a professional there to do it for me um and to you know you, you guide me along the way which is also fantastic because i appreciate that so much i wouldn't have i wouldn't be where i am with mixing if it weren't for yeah. you honestly and so i'm very thankful for that oh damn <laughs> well i'm i'm glad to have helped and absolutely i mean like it's been great like everything even like the things that you've done with atlas 11 has been just magic so honestly i feel the same i have like i feel like i can't repay you so i'm glad that we can both just help each other out and be like like yeah anything whenever <laughs> right <laughs> like i'll right. master because like the more i master because like you were sending me track after track and i was just like that's good i'm getting better and better then you know so mm-hmm. yes just, absolutely that's how i see it and i'm i'm like i'm i can't wait for everyone to hear it it's a great album or the the because i heard con congener right yeah congener Congener. That's what I was missing. <laughs> she was like trying to whisper it to me. I was like, no, that's not right. I know. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like I said, I'm excited for, because Got Me Now is another one that even my buddy James, who was in previous bands with me, he said that's a good one, like a really good one to release. But yeah, same thing too. It's all in all. It's your preference. You're an artist. You're the artist. You you wrote it. Which one means more? Which one sounds like you're like, oh, that's the one. Let's get it out there. Right. <laughs> It was really hard to choose, too, because I thought Right Here might do really well as well. But I feel like that'll do really well as a pressed release later on. Once people hear my sound a little bit, they'll they'll see that Got Me Now is this one thing. Right. And then they'll hear High, and they'll be like, wow, that's this whole other thing, but still grimly. And then they'll right. hear Right Here, and I think it'll all come together um, with the whole release of the EP. And they'll just be like, you know... Because Demons Definitely. and Daffodils stuff was really harsh. My mixing was pretty shitty. I didn't really have any idea of what I was doing in terms of production. Um, I tried really hard. I mean, it sounded great, all things considered. For sure, for sure. <laughs> and then since then, I've completely <laughs> taken away all the negative aspects of my mixing abilities and stuff. And uh, just now it's it's still bedroom pop music, but it's it sounds a lot better than it did before, so... <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong with bedroom pop or bubblegum yeah. pop, whatever it's Bed- called these days. The <laughs> bedroom's the new one, I think. It's like the lo-fi version of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I run all my stuff you got through a genre a, for yourself. <laughs> right. Right. And I, I run all my stuff through a um, what what I call a radio equalizer to give it that sort of radio lo-fi sort of feel to it. Um, so everything's brought mostly to like a cool. mid-range point. And then I focus on compression when it comes to equalization for the right. rest of the time. Um, and for that, like, once I found that, I was like, this is the sound. You know, I love the way the guitars sound through it. Uh, I love the way that the vocals sound through it. And having awesome. it all be, you know, sort of cohesive in that way. I don't run everything through it, like bass or the drums and stuff. Sometimes I'll do, like, a snare through it because I like the way it sort of just, just sort of like a whisper sort of. Um, uh, for like okay. verses and stuff. Yeah, right. but that that has been the, the savior on it, honestly, is like figuring out what I'm going to run with in terms of the sound. Right. Yep. Well, well, I'm excited for you to release everything you've been working on. 
Uh, Me too. Mostly because I think it sounds amazing, and you and you've worked really hard. Obviously, you know, like like everything you've done in the past is leading up to this. But so if anyone wants to, I, I don't. I wouldn't say get a vibe because Grimly doesn't have the first single out yet. But Demons and Daffodils is something he just came from. Uh, yep. Gabriel yep. Smith. Sorry, I shouldn't say just say him. Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So, and you said, when is uh, Got Me Now coming out? 12 days, March, March 20th. March 20th will be the release date. Sweet. Yep. Definitely. Awesome. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Thanks me too, for, uh, definitely. chatting with us. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. It's honestly um, been an honor. Yeah. I mean... Anytime, like whatever, like now that we've had, we usually we tell people the the initial like come hang out with us is getting to know who you are, and then right. the rest of it after that is like, all right, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> like, right. you want to talk about totally chocolate? You want to talk about? Wait, we already had a chocolate episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now or it's just like episode. or a pizza episode. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a good one. I would leave a number, like, if you want to call in and tell us your favorite pizza. Like, we're fun. talking about pizza today. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thanks again for being on the show. Absolutely. And uh, as usual, we're going to go and watch and talk about stuff. See you all next week. <laughs> Bye. Oh, oh, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>